Welcome to the Dale Sabor A Tu Salute podcast by Tadine. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. Join me as we steep in the world of Tadine with tea-inspired recipes, steeping tips, and interviews with fellow creatives, foodies, and entrepreneurs from our community. You can find Tadine at Tadine Teas on Instagram and more information in today's show notes. Janet, welcome to the podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. I can't wait to chat with you. Can you tell us who you are and how you serve your community? Hello, Carlo. First of all, thank you and Natalie team for having me. I'm so excited to be on with you. I am the co-founder of Las Mamacitas, where we love to amplify our Latina voices, our community is what really drives and is the force behind everything we do. And with the way that we serve them is we love to connect with them outside of social media. We love to put together networking events, workshops for them, and just really try to give them the tools that they wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. I'm also the founder of a creative marketing agency by Janspring Design, where I saw a huge void in my community and I really wanted to help specifically small woman-owned businesses. And I just saw how much my community was struggling with shooting their content, creating their content calendars, writing their captions and doing it all over again. So this is really why I launched my business as well, to help those women that serve me and that inspire me as well. Beautiful. I love this so much. Can we get into what's in your tasa? What was your last Tadine tea? I'm actually drinking it right now. It's the pumpkin spice tea and it's so good. With a little bit of coffee creamer, it's exactly what I need when I'm having that craving for my second cup of coffee. But I also really love canelita. Canelita is one of my favorite ones as well. I feel like they have the same profile. Like there are yes, along they the they're along the same lines. And I feel like I chatted with Maria Lara. She's in episode one and two where we talk about Dadine origin story and the sourcing. And she said that these are both like cinnamon based and believe it or not, pumpkin spice is selling out. So if people really? like this, yeah, if people like this, like Please put that in your cart and they are delicious and it's only limited time, right? It's only seasonal. Yeah. So if you want it, you have to go get it. (laughs) You have to get it. And I'm drinking throat wellness. My throat is a little scratchy today and the organic throat wellness is one of my favorite teas. I would really like to get into your family history with Dadine and how you drink tea with your kids. Can you share with us about that? I think it goes way back when I was a child. I used to drink te de manzanilla. That was like our holy grail in our household with my grandma, with my mom. And it was just the thing to drink. I feel tea and coffee go hand in hand. I feel like everybody wants a warm cup of something. And te de manzanilla was always our go-to with a little bit of honey. And it's so delicious. And it's just such a beautiful way to be able to start conversation while you're drinking your tea, con pan dulce. It was honestly one of my favorite things to do growing up. And it's so beautiful now to be able to work with such a beautiful brand like Tadine. And it's a brand that I've been using drinking since I was such a little girl. 
Oh, it's so magical. And it's magical to see kids. Like I know that my children drink De de Manzanilla and it's just so heartwarming to see this tradition continue. Can you tell us about how you partner with Deneen? Can you tell us more about how you work with them? So we, for Las Mamacitas, with me and my business partner, we've actually worked with Adin for about a little bit over three or four years where they were sponsoring like their tea boxes because we love to work with brands that really see us for who we are. So we are so intentional with the brands that really want to be more community driven. It's more than just like, oh yeah, we'll sponsor swag for your bags. Like it's more how can we serve you better? And with Tadin, we saw just that. And I was actually invited on this beautiful podcast with you for Tadin. And I told myself, I would love to do an event with Tadin. And sure enough, I reached out to the team, which Tadin has an incredible team, let me just say. And they said yes. And that is how we not only this is an intentional partnership, right? From the past few years I've been working together to now doing a beautiful event together during Hispanic Heritage Month and now to being in the podcast with you. So it's just, it's manifestation at its greatest. Can you tell us more about manifestation? Because I know that you have a process when it comes to this. And what did that look like in terms of working with Zanine? I love this question. It's so funny. If I was Janet five years ago, would not believe in vision board workshops. It's just put a pretty picture together and that's it. And this is where, again, you go to your community, like who can help me elevate myself? Who can help me become a better person in my entrepreneur journey? And that is where I know you had Lori here from the entrepreneur planner on the podcast as well. She was hosting a workshop for vision board and I went and I attended, I had just had my daughter four months before that, but I told myself, I really need to go to this event. I went and it was just an aha moment where it really was in front of me exactly how I'm supposed to manifest. It's not just about putting pretty pictures together. It's not about just putting the lowest goals on there. It's really reaching for the stars and shooting above that. And what is the ultimate goal you want for yourself? Even where it seems so far from your grasp, what is it exactly that you want to manifest into your life? And it is not just, again, putting the pictures together. What are you doing to get yourself to that goal? You know, so it's really breaking down every goal and making sure that you're striving and you're working hard for that, Um, which is what, again, Lori taught me that day. And on my vision board, actually this year, I put the Tadin logo and Las Mamacitas logos together, January of 2023. And we held this beautiful event together in September of this year. So it's just amazing what can happen when you really set yourself up for success and you don't sabotage yourself. You tell yourself, this is going to happen. And I'm going to say yes to all the beautiful opportunities that come in front of me. And what does that look like to say yes? What does that look like on a daily level? Because I feel like this would be a great way if someone was new. What does that look like, Janet? Saying yes is really having, waking up with the right mindset. It's really being intentional about your day. And it's not just getting up and just saying, I'm going to be on my phone for two hours and just scroll like crazy on social media. It's really having this discipline to tell yourself, no, I am going to treat my business. I'm going to treat whether you do content creating, you're a blogger, or you want to do more vlogging, whatever that may be. It really is having the discipline for yourself and telling yourself, 
these are my goals for the day to get me right. They're going to get me to that bigger goal. So what events do you need to attend? Maybe you can go online and search for new events because networking is so important and connecting with your community is so important. So it's not about saying you're saying no to yourself every time you do scroll on your phone, because at the end of the day, you want to be able to connect with yourself and your business and have yourself, give yourself that growth and really saying yes to the opportunities. Because I have said no to so many opportunities in the past and perfect example, this podcast, Six years ago, I probably would have said, you know what? No, I'm busy. <laughs> I probably would have said no just because I was so nervous and the fear. And I would sabotage myself over and over again because I felt like I wasn't worthy enough. So it really is taking yourself outside of that box and not sabotaging yourself no longer and saying yes to these opportunities that come in front of you and just going for it. I'm going to ask you because you've been featured in so many articles, Janet. Uh, we're going to have to have a side conversation about your strategy <laughs> yeah. here. You've been featured in so many articles about parenting. And I would love to get into this too because I feel like it's really important and it's very timely. Can you tell us about your parenting style and how it's influenced by your family and culture? But I also want to throw in here how does this work with your manifestation process? How does this work on a daily basis when you have young kids? I love that. So I feel like we are from the same generation, right? Where our parents weren't given the same resources that we have right now. And that is one of the beautiful things about social media and being able to connect with so many people on a digital landscape that we're able to have more of these resources. We're able to have these virtual meetings and my parents' style has completely changed for my parents, but I wouldn't change the way my parents parented me because I'm so blessed and I have learned so much from what they've taught me to not only the things that I've loved that they have taught me that I now implement with my own children, but what are the things that I want to change with my children that I didn't necessarily agree with my parents? And I've told my mom in the past, you and my dad were giving the best resources that you had at the time of your parenting journey. And I've taken what I have loved the best from that. And I have also removed what I didn't agree. And I've tried to just really go with my kids as the most gentle way that I can, being patient and showing more love. And it really is for me with parenting 100% is knowing that my girls trust me. I need them to trust me. And I feel when we were younger, Fear was embedded in us so much that I felt I couldn't go to my parents for a lot of things, for a lot of my problems. I felt like I'm going to I'm gonna get a spanking or I'm going to get in trouble. I'm too scared to go to my dad or my mom. Now I tell my daughters, no one's going to be able to fix any problems like mommy and daddy can. You come to us. We won't be mad. We are going to fix things and we're going to fix things together. And I always tell, especially my oldest, because she's older than my young. But, Obviously, <laughs> I always tell her, you could do the worst thing possible. You come to me and mommy's going to fix it. We're going to fix it together. And I think that's so crucial when it comes to our parenting methods is making sure that our kids know that they can trust us for absolutely everything and anything. I love this approach because I feel like we're aligned in a lot of ways. And I also feel like this also adds another layer because you're an entrepreneur. And what does it mean to you? Because I know for me personally, I have 
a serious mission to show my kids what it's like to work in my house, what it's like to go to photo studios. And I bring them into the process. Do you bring your children into your process? Yes. Uh, And it's so funny because I like to share a lot of the behind the scenes with my girls and how they help me on my social media, because I like people to know this is not an easy journey. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. And you still have to do all the things motherhood while doing and running your business. A perfect example for the beautiful event that we had with Dalene, I was showing behind the scenes of my girls helping me put together the swag bags, you know, and while they're helping me, I like to tell them, this is what mommy does. This is what we do. And we love to empower and we love to help other woman owned businesses. And I love taking them to my photo shoots as well. So they understand and they love everything that I do. And obviously it comes with its perks too, because mommy doesn't have to be in an office from nine to five. And I always love to implement this as well with my girls, even though it's boundaries, right? I tell them mommy's going to work from this time, from this time. I'm home and I'm very intentional with my time too, right? I like to really prioritize my time. So this time is for work and then this time is for my girls. And they understand that. It's it's really being vocal and communicate with your kids and explain to them, like, this is what mommy has manifested. This is what mommy has wanted since she was a little girl, a teenager. And now I get to live it with you by my side. I get to create all these dreams and all these opportunities. And I get to do it with my family, with my husband and with my girls right next to me. And I think that's the most beautiful part about it as well. It's so incredible. Tadine has a commitment to wellness and you know this, especially from your event. How does wellness fit into your lifestyle? What does it mean to you? A little vulnerable story here. So when I first quit my corporate nine to five job, I was very stressed, very overwhelmed trying to get clients in. I quit and I only had maybe two to three clients and obviously we have bills to pay. So (laughs) uh, stress really set in. And then I found myself overcame, overcome with a lot of anxiety. And that is where I got my first massive panic attack. And I really thought I was dying. I really thought I was having a heart attack. I don't want to cry, but I told my husband, I'm like, you're going to have to call 911 because I'm about to die. I don't know what's happening. It felt like an outer body experience. And he had called my dad to come over so he could take care of the girls. And that's when I told him, I'm like, you know what? Just give me five minutes. (laughs) Hopefully I could bring myself back from this. And I'm so happy that my dad and my stepmom said, no, we're coming over right now. And my stepmom came and I remember she hugged me and she said, Janet, just let it out. And I'm like, let what out? She's like, cry cry, scream, do whatever it is you have to do. And Carla, I think I cried for like an hour. I just couldn't stop. And nobody said anything. My husband and my dad were in the room. My stepmom was hugging me. The kids were in their room. And finally, when I finished, (laughs) I finished my whole crying session. My dad said, you cannot do this to yourself. You cannot do this to yourself. You cannot put so much stress because you cannot be there for your girls if you're in a hospital bed. And it hit me so hard. Sorry. I told myself I can't do this anymore. And ever since that day, I'm not not going to lie. I still have my anxiety attacks, but it's never been as bad as it was that day because I promised myself I was going to really get to know my body. And when I do feel really stressed out and I feel like it's coming on, I'm very vocal with my husband. And I tell him, 
I feel this type of way. I need to take some time away from the house. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I tell I'm going to leave for at least an hour, maybe to a coffee shop where it's just me, myself and I by myself. Or maybe I'm just in my bike backyard and he knows to not let the girls interrupt me. I will literally sit by myself in the backyard, take deep breaths, listen to a meditation. Because at the end of the day, Carla, if I am not functioning, I cannot function for my, for my girls. I cannot function for my family, for my business, for my clients. So I always make sure if I'm feeling, because I know when my body's feeling it, I make sure I take the time for myself. So wellness for me means to be able to put myself, take myself away from when I'm really feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, maybe take the morning off and really go do something that makes me happy, whether it's a massage or even just sit outside for a couple of minutes or go to a coffee shop by myself because I never want my girls to see me like that again. And it's terrible. But at the same time, this was also a learning opportunity for my girls. Again, communication for me is everything. And I made sure I sat down with my daughters, um, specifically my oldest. And I told her, this happened to mommy because X, Y, and Z. And I don't want you to ever feel this way. And that is why you come to someone for help. So it really is little moments like that, that lead up to big results. And really, it could be as taking just a few minutes for yourself in the morning to really make sure that you're doing okay and you're taking care of yourself. Janet, thank you so much for sharing your story and being so vulnerable. I hope that if anybody is listening to this and needs support, that they have friends, family, or a therapist or other support systems that can help them move through anxiety or stressful times. I would like to get into your motivation for working with Las Mamacitas and Latina mothers. Can you share about that? When I became a first-time mom, I was going through severe baby blues. None of my friends had kids, and we all know our mamas and our tias had a different way of mothering. So I really didn't have anyone to connect with. And my husband, and this is why it's so important to be vocal with the people around you and your community and your family. My husband came up to me one day. He's like, how can I fix this? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to look at a wall and cry again. So he went online and again, use your resources around you, right? He went online and he found this play date with other moms and it was called um, Mamacita Play Date or something along those lines. So he booked me. And I remember I drove there with my daughter and I got out of the car and Carla, I still, I almost didn't make it inside. I was just like, what am I doing here? I feel so embarrassed. I call my husband. I'm like, I'm not going in. <laughs> and, and he's like, you better go inside. Like you did not go through all of this to get ready, get out of the car, get, you know? So I went in and that is when I met beautiful Ruby Medina. If you're listening to this Ruby and she is now my business partner. We connected right away. We started hosting little brunches here, like small intimate brunches in my backyard. And this is where we realized there's other Latina moms that need more of this, that need help, that need to connect with other people outside of their homes, that really need community, emphasis on community. And that is pretty much how we started. And it's flourish and it's bloomed and it's grown into this beautiful community of what it is now. But really our inspiration behind Las Mamacitas is and will always be our community and the women that drive it. 
Without them, we wouldn't exist. Without them, we wouldn't be having these beautiful events. And without them, we wouldn't be able to partner with such incredible brands like Daddy. You know, so it really is a big thank you to our community. And that is why we are here today. And thank you to Ruby, who believed in me since the beginning. And she's just incredible at everything she does as well. And everything that she touches is gold. So yeah, it's just been a beautiful journey with Las Mamacitas. And thanks to my husband, I guess, who found her play day. And it is to, it has grown to what it is now. It speaks to the power of in-person networking. Can you talk just a little bit about what it means to be in person to network? Because I feel like if someone was new and listening to this podcast, you know, you mentioned like you didn't want to go in. Yeah. What does that process look like? I always, (laughs) with my clients, I always encourage them, please go to networking events. There is really nothing like the power of connecting with people outside of these squares, outside of social media. And once you connect with people in person, the collaborations and the partnerships that can grow from that is instrumental. And I'm not going to say that there isn't power in social media because there is. But when you actually get to see someone face to face, not only that, you grow more and you're able to meet so many more people. And I know going to events is so intimidating. and I remember when I went to one of my first events, I went with Ruby, my business partner, and she had told me, Janet, like, it is como un chicle. Like, you're just next to me. <laughs> like, you have to go. You have to grow. Go fly. She's like, I'm going to take this side. You're going to take this side. It was when we were really trying to grow Las Mamacitas. She's like, again, we're not going to be able to grow if we're literally taking on one person per for two people. So from that moment on, And I I thank her for doing this, right? Because sometimes it just takes that little push, that little motivation. From there on, I really, even now, even more, I try to go to more networking events because it's so important and so vital to your business growth. I can't tell you how many times I've met people and now I've partnered with them. I've built collaboration with them. I've worked with them through Las Mamacitas. And a lot of my clients... For Jansfree Design, I met through Las Mamacitas because I met them in person and we have worked together in that capacity and now we work together in another capacity. So it's just incredible what can come out of these networking events. I know all too well what it feels like to go to an event and have everyone ignore you. I know what that feels like and you feel like you just want the ground to eat you up, but you can't let that one bad event pretty much justify the rest of your life. Like pretty much say, I'm never going to an event ever again. It really is an opportunity for growth. And it really showed me how I never want people to feel at my events. So I really take the time to really go around the room and say, thank you versus feeling like I need people to approach me. Never. I like to approach people and I really like to go and hug them and thank them because it really is thanks to them that they're investing in us and in themselves to be able to be present that day. So all it takes is to find that right community for yourself, even if one fails you. Don't let that be a failure for your entire networking career, I guess you can say, right? And you can apply that to any situation, right, in your business. Because I'm sure that there's other areas of your business that you've had failures. Yeah, 100%. It's with an entrepreneur, it's like every day you're answering new questions. And even some days you work with the wrong people and you're like, man, I don't not want to do this anymore. You know, and you do have people that try to take advantage of you. And it really is, it's learning curves. It really is learning curves as you grow. As like I heard someone say to me one day that growing that CEO muscle, 
you know, because it's taking those little steps again that, that add up to big results to be able to say this failed or this person failed me. How can I do better for myself so I don't fail in the future? Janet, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Can you tell us how we can work with you, how we can find you, how we can support you? So you can follow us. Our Mamacitas page is underscore Las Mamacitas on Instagram. That's our biggest platform. That's how we connect with our community. Uh, You can follow me on my personal Jans underscore spring or at Jan Spring Design for my business page. Um, I'm always here to work with small businesses and really help them level up. So I do in-person product styling and brand shoots and really try to give the community the tools that they need to grow for themselves and for their business. So I'm so excited. Thank you, Carla. And thank you, Tadine, for having me. It's such an honor to be in this platform that we all deserve to be in. Thank you, Janet. Gracias. Thank you so much for steeping in the world of Tadine. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. You can find Tadine at Tadine Tees on Instagram and more information in the show notes. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a review. Adios. 